back, everyone, to the Eats Beat podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. 1.5 million podcasts listened, I hear. That's a lot of food on Bud Kennedy. It's not quite 1.5. It's getting there, though. It's real close. Uh, that's Steve Wilson talking there, and... Uh, I'm Robert Philpot. And we're 1.5 all, million served. And we're also we're all a little mush mouth today because we've all been to the dentist for some reason or another. So this week's podcast is brought to you entirely through the sponsorship of Novocaine. Everybody, <laughs> mine's wearing off. So. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a little less mush mouth than I was this morning. Well, the nice thing about going to my dentist in Haltom City is that it's right in front of Helados Azteca. So I can come out of the dentist and go right back and get like a nice cocoa ice cream. This is sort of the thing. It's like you went to a cleaning. They said everything was great. Let's go have something sweet. That's right. It's, you, like, you go. it's like going to the doctor and they, they say everything's great. I think I'll go have a chicken fried steak. Well, they frowned at me when I said I was going to Helados Azteca. They just said brush your teeth afterwards. So, <laughs> Steve, you have any dental talk? Um, well, you know, I I'm going to have to have a crown put in. Oh, okay. And, uh, <laughs> all right. Me too. Well, we'll, all right. We'll move right along. We'll be eating caramel yeah, for a while. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, I think I've been crunching down just a little too yeah, much yeah, lately. Yeah, yeah. Lay, lay off the uh, lay off the crunchy stuff. Uh, they, we're, we're going to tell you this week about Texas Live. The big deal opens up in in Arlington at Globe Life Field. Uh, you know, actually, the field's not open for a couple more years, but we have the restaurants now in place. We'll also talk about Restaurant Week beginning. Uh, helping raise money for Lena Pope and for the North Texas Food Bank. And it is, well, right now it is that little blissful time of the summer called Hatch Chili season. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Robert, I mean, maybe you want to talk about Hatch Chili first because it's that is immediately the, the, the trucks are rolling in, the Hatch Chili is rolling in, and uh, you need to jump on it quick because it's only 23 days until pumpkin spice coffee season. So get your Hatch Chili. Is it 23 days? Now. I thought it started already. <laughs> uh, haven't we seen some? We've seen like Frosted Flakes, Pumpkin Spice Frosted Flakes. Pumpkin Frosted Flakes, flakes and, and Community Coffee sent me an order now. Get your Pumpkin Spice Coffee while it's, you know, before they run out. And so. uh, I also noticed the Shiner Oktoberfest beer is already out. Do not buy your pumpkin goods until the Hatch Chili season's done. Where do you want to go first for Hatch Chili? Well, uh, the the... The two places that have made this a fest for a long time are Blue Mesa Grill, which uh, is having its fest through, um, oct- uh, I'm looking at my dates wrong. They got their crop in pretty early this they, year. They did. They've already started. They, we went Friday night. I had uh, one of the combo plates, or the Childeriano and uh, steak taco. Uh, and this was at the uh, one on Carroll Street in Fort Worth. And uh, I got to say, they got a good batch. These uh, chilies were flavorful and uh, had a lot, a lot of heat. And I have uh, sometimes been disappointed in the balance, but these were pretty good. They're known for their pozole too. Well, the big granddaddy of the Green Chili Festivals is Chewies, and that starts uh, August 13th. Okay, and they always have like what is it, the Elvis Presley Green Chili Chicken Plate? That and, is something, and they have a couple of new items every year. Yeah, that, that's some the the Elvis Presley Chicken thing, which is um, just a big slab of chicken covered with uh, like a chili queso. Um, they also have the, um, the Cosmic Combo, which they didn't really describe, but it looks like a combo plate with a chilorellano and an enchilada on it, and the King Carne Burrito, and I think you can figure out that that's going to be a huge burrito with uh, hatched chili. And um, they also usually do a, and they're doing it this year, a New Mexican martini, which is made with hatched chili. Now, Robert, you're the expert. You Being an El Paso guy, you've actually been to Hatch, right? The strange thing is, I lived in Las Cruces, 40 miles south of Hatch. There's a Hatch Chili Festival every year, and I talked last week about how at this time of year you could hear, you could smell the roasted chilies any place. Yeah. I never went to the Hatch Chili Festival. <laughs> but 
in southern New Mexico and in El Paso, green chilies are just a fact of life. They're there right. all the time. It's uh, the poblano of the day. Yeah, and uh, here, um, especially the first few years over here, you could find green chilies, you could find the hatch chili, but you kind of had to look. And then uh, I believe it was Central Market. Central Market made it famous. Gary was the one who really started doing the chili fest. Chewies and, and Blue Mesa have been at it for a long time. And it started rolling from there. Uh, a lot of the local chefs, I think, started getting stuff from Central Market and, and putting stuff on their menus um, using those chilies. And now you can, like, one of the uh, more evocative times for me was one night uh, during uh, Hatch Chili season. I walked to the original, I was in the, walking up to the original Fred's, and there's Terry Chandler outside um, roasting chilies, and you got that great green chili smell from it. Well, I was at the Walmart last night, and they have hatched chilies, so it's really it's popular. Hit, it's hit the Walmart, right. so it's, it's no longer solely gourmet. Right. It's, it's at Walmart, it hit the, it's at Kroger. It's it, at, uh, since last year, it's at El Phoenix, and they have El Phoenix and Pepecitas, and you know all the chains have it, and of course, Enchiladas Olay, a little place in Fort Worth, has hatched chili specials, too. So... Uh, Okay, well, it's hatch, hatch chili season. Uh, we, 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 you know, go try it, eat it, bathe in it, swim in it, whatever. I throw down um, a few places you can go. Hop Dotty Burger Bar has a uh, hatch green chili burger with pimento cheese called the South and Peppa Burger. Jake's Burgers and Beer is doing a green, uh, green chili burger. Uh, Swiss Pastry Shop just uh, started something called the Hatchet Man, which is a uh, Wagyu beef hot dog topped with red chili pulled pork and green chili queso on house-baked buns. How, how big is Hatch? It must have these giant pepper fields to have all Hatch these. Hatch is a tiny place, and um, you know it's it's just a little uh, village. You don't really. think anybody's sneaking in like a, another chili and calling it a Hatch chili? No, right? no, because the, it's the it's not Hatch itself. It's the Hatch Valley chili fields outside. It's it's not a very big place. It's between it's uh, like I said, it's about forty miles north of Las Cruces. One of the weirder things about it I, uh, is that in the late 80s, it was, I believe, the smallest town in the United States with two newspapers. Well, this is not like Neapolitan pizza where you have to have, like, the approval of the government of Naples or, or Champagne where you have to have the, the approval of France to call it Hatch Chili. Enchiladas Olay, by the way, always has green chili on the menu, too. Uh, now, the big deal is this giant mega restaurant uh, district, uh, you know, a development in Arlington. Uh, I know that everybody says Texas Live is an entertainment district, but to us, we like to eat, so it looks like a restaurant district. What do you see? Hasn't eating just become entertainment? Uh, well, it, it's become the. It's definitely more important than shopping these days. But the so. fact that they've got they've got celebrities, so they've got Troy Aikman with Troy's, which I believe looks you, pretty good. You've seen the menu? Have you sampled? I've seen the menu. I've seen the burgers. I haven't tried them. I heard good things. Pudge Rodriguez's Pudge P Pudge's Pizza. Pudge's Pizza was not open at the preview, but the uh, but the, everybody was down in, in Troy's and Troy's uh, burgers and, and uh, particularly the cocktails look good. And then they have a Balcones whiskey tasting room there that'll be a big uh, destination too. And Guy Fieri's, uh, I believe it's just called Guy's Tacos, right? Guy, it's Guy's Taco Kiosk is what it amounts to. All the rest of, of Texas Live looks like you know like a bunch of good restaurants put together with a, a central arena, big screen milling around area, and then they all have patios splaying out in kind of a starburst shape. But then the only real, yeah, the only one underwhelming one is Guy Fieri's. It looks like a uh, mall counter. So the, it's it's like something you would stop and, and get a Guy Fieri taco on your way to somewhere else. If you're headed on your way to 
one of the restaurants out there stop by and get Guy Fieri. But Steve, I mean, barbecue is what everybody really is talking about out there. And talk about the barbecue. Um, you're the one that went. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, gonna, gonna, you're getting to go then. So the, you know, Lockhart Smokehouse is the big mm-hmm. exciting de- part of the development. Here's a brand name, uh, major Texas barbecue place, craft barbecue restaurant, uh, you know, with the legacy of the. You know, this is really a Schmidt Schmidt family member who used to. The Schmitz used to run Kreitz Market in Lockhart. So this is a Schmidt family member who came to Dallas and started Lockhart. But it has all the tradition of Kreitz Market. It has Kreitz Sausage and Kreitz Sauces. Kreitz has sauce now. And they're, they're bringing that all. Everything they have in their Dallas and Plano locations, they're bringing to Central Arlington. Well, they have like uh, the heads of like a cow and goat too. Uh, they, I was at one one uh, barbecue fest where they were set up and they had a, both a cow and a goat's head, you know, that's been barbecued and, and uh, people were kind of shyly picking the meat off and they're going over in Austin. They've been picked clean by now. They were telling me, uh, you know, the, uh, I think you park in the Cabeza de Vaca parking lot, as a matter of fact, but <laughs> no, that, that's the, uh, that's an obscure Texas Rangers reference. Uh, they do have the smoked potato salad that Lockhart's known for, and they have the prime rib and the sirloin and all the other meats from the pit. Robert, have you been to Lockhart? Uh, you know, again, there, there's a hazard to be married to a vegetarian. I, huh. I, I get to my barbecue places when I can, but it's not date night. Well, it's one of these places where you get the meat on butcher paper. They cut up all the meat. They wrap up some of it. They hand it to you in butcher paper. And in the old days, you were supposed to take it from there. They handed you meat on butcher paper and a loaf of white bread that you, you'd use a piece of bread as a glove in your hand and pick up the meat with it. Nowadays, they have some real, they, they've really... Uh, upgraded. Now they have silverware, uh, although it's like plasticware that comes out of the little vending device. And then they have uh, napkins and they have sauce. They have uh, you know, all sorts of new amenities for the uh, for the Arlington market now. But Lockhart Smokehouse is open. The biggest, uh, all the restaurants, uh, you know, Troy's, Pudge's, Lockhart. There's another one that's sports and social. That's kind of a game room and restaurant. Uh, I've forgotten the other couple, but there there are uh, several different kinds of food service out there. They're all open for lunch and dinner today daily. And the trick is, and you'll see when you go, is parking. And so the, the, after we asked a lot of questions, we got the announcement today about parking. You park in Stadium Lot B on the day when there's not a Rangers game. You can park in Stadium Lot B free all day, anytime. When there is a Rangers night game, you can park in Stadium Lot B free uh, for lunch. So up until 3, you can park in Lot B. When there is a Rangers or Cowboys game, then you have to pay the actual parking fee. So uh, get to know Uber and Lyft, and and the uh, Arlington has this little thing called Via Ride Share. It's a $3 ride from anywhere else in Arlington, in North Arlington. So... uh, you know, you can, you can get a shared ride on a game day and otherwise uh, go by and, and visit Texas Live. Is there anything have, else? Have we, have we mentioned their, having their big grand opening this weekend? It's a three-night thing, uh, and it starts tomorrow night. Uh, there's a little VIP party, but I believe it's open to the public starting at 7, and there's a— uh, That's Thursday night. Thursday night, yeah, Thursday mm-hmm. night. If, and I forget, you may not be listening tomorrow night. And— um, there's a, a, a concert by uh, Dallas Band 1100 Springs and Toady, uh, Fort Worth favorites, the Toadies. Bud has been to a preview. 
I will be at the grand opening along with some other Star Telegraph staffers. We're yeah, I'll be there. Star Telegram, <laughs> Star Telegram staffers. I'm supposed to be doing a Facebook Live there, so um, so you're the one. Doing we, the Facebook right. Right. <laughs> Steve Wilson, your roving man mm-hmm. at Facebook mm-hmm. at Texas at uh, Texas Live. And uh, we we expect to have some video from it too. The, well, the the center of it is this giant arena. Uh, they call it the arena. It's a giant TV room in the middle where you can mill around and, and drink and and you know, gather with groups or whatever. And then the uh, and then the restaurants are like spokes of a wheel going off of that arena. But it's a giant. If you've been in the big uh, room at the Gaylord, that is uh, like a giant. Uh, TV room. This is about three times that size, and uh, basically the the thing that I, I walked into it and thought that everybody says then they walk in and said, "Gosh, this is where the sports book's going to be when we have gambling, isn't it?" <laughs> because it really looks like a Vegas sports book, except without any gambling. So the uh, yeah, you, it, you've seen a more complete version. When I went, I had to wear a hard hat, and <laughs> Troy did announce his restaurant then, but there wasn't a whole lot there to see. Yeah, Troy. The, and the two rest of the two. Most important restaurants to talk about are Lockhart and Troy's. I think those are those are the ones to be sure and catch. And all the others, I think the food's kind of a sidelight. And of course, Guy Fieri will be a big deal just to see what in the world he thinks a taco ought to be like. Uh, okay, well we've talked about Hatch Chili and uh, Texas Live, and the other thing that's coming up next week is that it's time for the charity dinners. Uh, this comes up uh, every year. It's more than 20 years now for Restaurant Week in DFW, and this is when. Um, in, in Tarrant County, uh, 20% of your ticket goes to Lena Pope home. It's a 40 or $50 dinner, and Lena Pope gets 8 or $10. I say Lena Pope home. It's really Lena Pope Children's Services now. And um, so you, they get 20% of the ticket, and the restaurants, you know, some of them put out a pretty good uh, menu for it. And then in Dallas, the money goes to the North Texas Food Bank, which is the food bank over on the Dallas side. Have uh, you know, Steve, have you all done Restaurant Week? We do it all the time, and uh, I always find it a good way to go to, like, an expensive restaurant without having to spend, like, $200, $300. You know, you know you're going to be spending, you know, less than 100 And uh, then you can go back, and when you have a special occasion, you said, well, I've been to here, I've been to Grace, I've been to <clears throat> Bunnell's and other places, and, and uh, go uh, Waters and, and go, like, that's where I want my birthday or, or anniversary. That's then you go gonna, spend the big money. Then you go spend the big money. But it gets, gets you in the door so you can actually kind of get a feel for what the restaurant, what you're going to be getting. Now, I've been burnt, too, where I've gone to a nice restaurant, and they weren't really, you know, participating as with a really good selection of stuff. Right. They gave you three little hors d'oeuvres right. or Right. Yeah, something like that. But uh, then I've done a lot of stuff at Capitol Grill, and their restaurant week has always been really good. It's like a... A full menu almost. But I was real impressed, and so we've done uh, our anniversaries there and Valentine's Day. It's uh, that's really a good way to go in and and find out what the restaurants are like. Yeah, that's what's really important is look at the menu first because uh, the restaurants are are very generous to share with charity, but some are more generous than others. And so you want to look at the restaurant menus on the internet, on your phone, and see exactly what they're serving. It is a really great way to go to someplace like Del Frisco's or Ruth's Chris, or one of nearly 100 restaurants in Dallas that, that you've always wanted to go, but you don't know how much it'll cost. I mean, I remember going to Abaca several times uh, you know, for $39, now it'd be 49 And so you have price control, but you get to go to a nice restaurant. I'm looking at the uh, list of restaurants, the alphabetical list, and uh, Mansion on Turtle Creek comes up. So exactly. there's another one. 
Um, <clears throat> there's also a Mercury Chop House, both in Fort Worth and Arlington. Medea from scratch in Plano, but for some reason not in Grapevine. Um, and then uh, places here, uh, Next Bistro, a little place to check out in Colleyville. Um, there's a, it's a pretty broad list of, uh, and we mentioned uh, Bunnell's, um, mm-hmm. both of his restaurants, B&B Butchers in Fort Worth. That's another pricey place and fairly new to Fort Worth. It's mm-hmm. only been here a little less than a year. Yeah, I think, I think uh, Bunnell is one of the wings that, that's newsy with this restaurant week because his uh, original restaurant's been redecorated. So you have the new look of the dining room, and it, it's not changed that much. It's a little richer dark woods it's a little darker look and, and uh, has a little more richer feel to it and the bar has been kind of cowboyed up it's, it looks more like a like a riata bar or something now so uh, and he'll flinch at that comparison <laughs> this, but the but the, the pictures are all still hanging up the or? picture there are new pictures new uh-huh. artwork mm-hmm. new new uh, new new wall hangings everything so uh, bunnell's has a new look so uh, take a look there for restaurant week and then this is a really good menu at Waters to come downtown and try his Waters Seafood Restaurant downtown. Uh, you mentioned B&B. They have a pretty elaborate menu for Restaurant Week with a lot of add-ons and choices, and you can upgrade to whatever you want. And uh, then, of course, I mentioned Mer- you mentioned Mercury, Mercury Chop House, the first time Arlington's had a prime steakhouse on it. Uh, some of the restaurants are also doing a $20 lunch special, including Del Frisco's Double Eagle downtown, which is open uh, for lunch now, and they have a $20 lunch uh, that's a, a, a two-course lunch that you can go enjoy. So uh, We ought to try that. You know, yeah. do a, see, if they, see if we can get permission to expense that have, out. Have a, have a uh, podcast. At, <laughs> right. A podcast at Del Frisco's? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. What, I mean, is that, is what's that, Craig Foreman in Sacramento going to say about that? Yeah. Is, is that an opening to talk about the $120 sandwich? Bring it on. Because... <laughs> uh, Speaking of B&B Butchers, next week they are going to introduce a, help me out here, Steve, it's an A5 Wagyu, um, I'm forgetting the middle name, Katsu Katsu, yeah, Katsu. Katsu Sandow. Yeah, it's it's like breadcrumbs, a crunchy breadcrumb, Japanese breadcrumb, that they they, uh, uh, roll it in and then deep fry it. Well, I think what you really need to explain here is the A5 Wagyu, which the sandwich has been described, and this is why it's $120, as the holy grail of um sandwiches um, uh, i've had i've had the a5 uh meat before at japanese restaurants uh normally they uh, at the, a lot of the places they'll just have like thin slices and uh, you'd cook on a little hot rock or something and, and you get like three or four pieces for like 50 bucks or something so this is a thicker sandwich you can see uh we should have a, a story posted um by the time you hear this on on um startelegram.com uh slash entertainment um and it's on a um, hotel bread, I believe they call it, but it's the A5 Wagyu beef, which people say <clears throat> um, melts in your mouth. It's, it's, I've heard this description from three different people. When you have it at the right thickness, um, Courtney Dabney, one of our uh, contributors, had it in uh, Kobe, Japan, so I'm sure mm-hmm. Steve envies that. <laughs> and uh, she was really looking forward to this um, the sandwich. She was, uh, $120 sandwich sounds, you know, indulgent but the quality is there and uh b&b's original location is in houston and houstonian magazine wrote about this and they were just just the mere idea of it um had the the writer salivating i i was thinking of the exact where i'm looking at that right now and i'm just almost having to wipe off my ipad <laughs> because they're just slobbering over the house-made 
tonkatsu sauce, tonkatsu, mm -hmm. and, right. the, tonkatsu. Uh, and they're saying the final product at $120 is a bargain for what you get. And this was inspired by a, uh, a uh, Wagyu restaurant in uh, New York that has a version of this sandwich that's $180. So it is kind of a bargain. Well, uh, I just, you know, I've had, you know, the, uh, the Wagyu and it's, if you ever looked at it, it's so much different looking than ours because it's, it's just basically fat. And yeah, little, it's little really bit, marbled, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's so marbled that it looks white. I mean, the, uh, the stuff you see here that's like American Wagyu, it's been mixed with, uh, with uh, uh, Angus beef. And so it's not as uh, white looking as the real stuff. The real stuff, it looks white. And I, just deep frying it seems like it would just be melted away by the time they... That, that, but, I, you know, they, they say it's really good, you know, for deep fried, so we'll try it out. Well, now, Benjamin Berg really wants us to try these expensive beef uh, delicacies that he serves. And, you know, people try them in Houston. Uh, you know, the question is whether people try them here. Is Fort Worth uh, going to spend $120 for a Wagyu or the two? Have they been spending $250 for a steak? I mean, there are some pretty expensive steaks on that menu. Yeah. Um, what do you all think? I mean, is the high-dollar steak customer out there? Let's see. I've been out there at night for a steak dinner, and they, they, they do pretty good business there towards the weekend. During the weekdays, it's not quite as busy yet. But and we're talking uh, about B&B &B Butchers. B&B &B Butchers, right, way. right, yeah. yeah. Uh, right, right. We, what Steve and I went to um, once last week at one of its neighbors, uh, Twix, uh, Twix Bistro and Martini Bar. And uh, it's not as high-end as B&B, um, as &B, but, you know, you could spend up to, close to $30 on an entree easily there. And there's a lot of restaurants that are a little pricier at shops at Clear Fork, and I do wonder how well it's going, it's going to sustain all these restaurants. There are also places like City Works um, and uh, Luna Grill, and if you want to throw Starbucks in there. Well, Macero's and, doing great business, and, and Malai Kitchen. And Malai Kitchen. So there are some places that are a little more, um, you know, in the moderate yeah. range. Yeah, yeah, Malai, I think, is very reasonable. Yeah. Okay, well, we're, we're not all fans of Malai, and, mm -hmm. uh, and I, I've been to all three. The, I've been to the South Lake location, the uh, Quarter Fork location, and the Dallas location, and they're all, it's, it's consistent. I mean, Malai out there has a line at lunch. I mean, seven, eight, nine, ten dollar lunches, it's a far cry. Although B&B is very affordable at lunch, too, and they have $12, $14 burger plates. And, and I've been to the burger, the butcher shop, and that's a, that's a pretty affordable little nine deal. It's right around the corner. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And they also have a, and this is where I think Quarter Fork really, um, the time to try it, if you really want to sample, is a lot of these restaurants have happy hours that are really reasonable. And they have and a good happy hour menu. Yeah, yeah, happy hour menu with $9, $10 items. And, you know, B&B &B and Silver Fox are the two that have a really good happy hour menu. And you can go, and Ruth's Chris downtown, you can go kind of nosh your way through some of their best items for all, for very little money at happy hour. I think those are all good. Well, I, will, I guess our opinion about the Wagyu Katsu Sando well, uh, that's our opinion now, but we'll wait and see if we get to try it next week. So we'll see if we get to go back to... We're, if we we're go pulling to, our money now. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to uh, bake off. Can we afford the long-distance call to Sacramento to ask for permission to try it? And, you know, they actually serve the sandwich in three pieces. So, right. So there's we, three of yeah, us. So that's right. So the, all we need is $40 a piece. Right. <laughs> that's right. So we'll, we'll see if we can take up that collection among us and, and uh, get, out, get out to Clear Fork for that. All right. Well, until next week, I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpott. And Steve Wilson.